Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. After his friend is killed by her abusive father, the new kid in town attempts to save her by implanting robotic microchips into her brain. We watched Wes Craven's Upgrade. I mean, wait, hold on. I mean, 1986 <laughs> Deadly Friend. <laughs> this was a first for me. me. Oh, my goodness. That was a first that, for me. That little intro didn't even explain the magic of this oh. film that Mimi. has yeah. BB. Mimi. Come on, BB. Mimi. <laughs> There's a, fucking, there's a fucking robot in this Mimi. movie, you guys. It I swear, okay, B- Andrew, go ahead. Sorry. Andrew, was this your first time too, or no? Yes, I have never seen this fantastic okay, film. So it's, so it's it's the first time for all of us. Yes. Right oh, off man. the bat, I have to say this movie is bananas, B A N A N A S, and <laughs> it makes no <laughs> sense, but it is fun. It is so okay, much fun. Yes, this movie is batshit fucking crazy, and I do have to say because we are probably gonna rag on this movie a lot because this movie is fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I do have to say that there was, to Wes Craven's credit, there was a lot of studio interference in this one. They had reshoots and rewrites. And then the final version that we all got to see, uh, Wes Craven just disowned it. He's like, this is not even my original vision whatsoever. He's like, I don't even consider this my movie anymore. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to make fun of, this is aimed at Warner Brothers, apparently, because they're the ones that meddled with this thing a few times over. Yes, so Warner Brothers, I, and that's not the first time I think Warner Brothers has done that. <laughs> yes, God forbid that Warner Brothers screwed uh, something up. I know. You know it's been unheard of, right? Are we going to need another Craven cut of another I different movie? I think so. We, okay. Yes, I need the Craven let's, cut. Let's of talk this. about that deeper when we get towards the end. But yeah, I, I think there, I, I would love to see the Craven cut. The, the, you can see where the themes are coming in because the first run through, I was watching it and I was like, okay, all the adults are shit. Got it. Like, yeah. all these adults are terrible, and that's where he's going with that. But then, like, th- there were so many weird cuts and, like, weird parts to the story added in. I was like, I can't tell where this is trying to go, and it's it's pr- because there's too much studio interference. So, again, don't try to follow the storyline. It's not going to make a go, lot of sense. Just go on this crazy trip knowing that it is going to be a crazy trip for you. Yes. I went into it blindly. I did not read anything about it. The only thing that I saw was the Christy, uh, Christy Swanson picture on the poster. I'm like, okay, so she's going to be the weird one. I had no idea there was going to be a fucking robot in this movie. No one has ever all. told me about a fucking Wes Craven movie with a robot. Why is it such a secret that there's a fucking robot in this movie? Because I had no clue that, either. Be, because BB's a fucking pervert. That's why. No, no, BB, BB was a murder on a murderous rampage okay. the whole time. Like, that's, <laughs> that's because BB just wanted to play with Sam, and then once he was Sam, then he was like, well, this is stupid. I don't no, want this. No, no, I'm convinced from the yeah. first scene with BB that he just wants to murder motherfucker and uh, he's just no. not allowed to because of something that is put in his processing no, the whole time bb just wanted to motorboat a bitch because that's why he kept going <laughs> no no BB. he was bb abichu no bb abichu wanted to murder a bitch like when that car when the carjacker in the first scene comes like he, he straight's like 
chokes him for a bit until yeah. that guy runs away. There's another scene where he goes he goes after that neighbor, the crazy neighbor lady, twice, like just full on, like, well, fuck you then. And well, goes stole, after her. She stole the ball, so it's fair. Yeah. No, BB wanted to murder some dudes the whole time. And that's what, yeah, it, poor Paul. It was Paul, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's Paul's fault. He made it is him. Paul's fault. He's the yeah. programmer. The thing, like I said, the thing that took me out of the my adult, the element with this movie is the fuck that they had a robot in it. Yeah. Like I mean, they came out of fucking left field. Because again, like I said, I thought it was gonna be Christy Swanson was gonna end up being like the stalker friend or whatever need be. But I'm like, oh, what the fuck? We got a robot in this. I'm like, what the fuck is gonna happen? And, and like Angie said, he, I thought it was gonna be a murderous freaking robot the entire fucking time when he tries to kill the 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 robber guy i'm like okay he has a taste for blood and he wants to kill yes see that's what he was he was just trying to murder a person the whole time like until they saw sam and then he's like he started to become self-aware at some point yeah he was was like no i gotta get (laughs) like he stopped responding to the remote the guy had and he still tried to use that remote like what if it didn't work the first time why are you still pointing i know it's like it didn't work the first time and then you put it in sam and now you're like wait the remote's not working Oh, but no, this uh, BB fucking sings. He introduces himself. He beats up bad yeah. guys. He tries to murder some bitches. Okay, right off the bat, I have to say in that opening scene where the guy's trying to rob them in their hippie van, uh, baby beef burgers and the Coke sign of the place that they that they were at. So I'm like, if, if Coca-Cola can sponsor baby beef burgers, then they can sponsor our podcast. So I'm waiting for a call, Coca-Cola, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Because to me, baby beef burgers means it's, these are a bunch of veal sandwiches, or what is this, man? So but give us a call, Coke. Isn't veal lamb, though? I think it can be cow as well. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. this, this movie... You start off with it, and it's it's very much cheesy eighties. You would expect with a robot, right? Like it's it's yeah. giving you Mac and Me feels with the sponsor ads and shit, and like the oh, robots right off and the shit. Bat, right off the bat, BB Vision got old real oh, fucking yeah, quick for me. Oh yeah, the eight bit look and yeah, everything. Like, I was I'm like, like, no, this just hurts my vision to watch this. this just, I love how he had BB like vision. Predator vision when he was angry though, oh, and it all went red. BB sees red. <laughs> No, BB looked to me like if Bumblebee from Transformers and Johnny Five had a baby made mm. out of old of an old mailbox, that was fucking BB for me. Yep, BB. and a little bit of Wally in there because yeah, I, I could got see a that. little bit yeah. of vibes about BB Five. BB Five. There you go. BB Abitu. That would crazy. This this town again. So back to the theme of all the adults are shit, right? This town is just riddled with dickheads. Left and right. Yeah. These poor children are just on on their own path throughout life because everybody's shit. Even the mom, even Paul's mom, who you're like, oh, she's nice. At least, like, everybody can trust her. She still doesn't call the cops when Sam no. is clearly getting beat. <laughs> like, yeah. She does yeah. nothing. And I love how she's like, well, this might not be my place. Like, no, that's a child. It's everybody's place. <laughs> Everybody yeah. needs to be saying something. Okay, I called bullshit on Paul describing BB to uh, Tom the first time when he's like, oh, he's constantly learning. I'm like, why the fuck can't he speak English then? Why is BB yeah. still talking like mm-hmm. robotic jive? Weird basically. gibberish. That weird gibberish that the only thing yeah. you can make out is BB. Mm-hmm. My mama didn't raise no fool. I dug her rap. It, it very much was a jive <laughs> talking kind of like situation. I, yeah, I just had an airplane in my head the whole day. Yes. Like, BB, a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh this like this movie you're gonna be like what are you even talking about and i'm like i don't know what to tell you because this is just in the movie they just added layers upon layers upon layers of this movie they play basketball yeah. with this robot yeah and again as i don't know paul programmed him and that's why none of, none of those kids could play fucking basketball like they were all just awkward i'm like it goes over there what are you what are you guys doing yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not playing keep away with a basketball. You're supposed to try to shoot it into the hoop. Come on. BB. And BB just tosses it completely yeah. into well, the bitchy neighbor. I do, what is her name? Mama Fratelli. Mama Fratelli's. It was, <laughs> uh, was Miss Parker in this movie. That's so right. I don't know. But it was, it's Mama Fratelli. Well, we can call her Mama Well, Fratelli. Tom was the dumbass who gave him the ball, and Paul should have known better because he knew how he built BB, and he can't throw things forward only backwards because of you see how his hands go up and down like how in the hell is he going to shoot that ball into the well basket? okay you got paul who's like a, a brain and a computer geek trying to build a robot to play basketball it's not going to work so no matter, yeah. no matter what paul did do it like it wasn't going to work i love how too like Please? paul's like go ahead bb and just stands there and watch like do you know what's going to happen because like you made him do you know i, I want to play basketball okay, so that was an actual robot of sorts, I guess. So I want the outtakes where it like throws the ball and it hits Tom in the face. The original Tom that was yeah. murdered in this film. That, like, Just seeing all the outtakes with the robot. I, think I was getting like, a lot of. I was getting a lot of the perfection from uh, Doctor Johansson because it's like you have this single mom and she's moving across the country and you. You're having the, I mean, I don't know if it's across the country or whatever, but you're having them come over here so he can be basically your number two in this like brain class or whatever. Cause that first day that he's like teaching the class, yeah. like, there's a shot where like some girl in the class just like stops and she's looking at the professor, like, you fucking kidding me with this right now? Like, I have to take notes from the 16 year old. I know. And they all kind of look like they're hustling and like they can't keep up. And I'm like, I don't. And, like, he's going at a normal pace, too. Like, I mean, it's not like he's like speeding through this lecture. I mean, I've been to fucking lectures, man. This and is I don't nothing. Know. Like, you build one robot. I don't think a lot of people are going to give you college tuition. I don't. You build a robot. <laughs> I that... mean, maybe in the 80s. Okay. okay. <laughs> Plus, when he kicked the dude. On the table. He was playing with that cadaver and he made it kick the doctor. He's like, yeah. hey, doc, check this out. And he yeah. just kicked him. And it was like, the doctor had this face like, oh, fuck. No, the doc was straight like, what, like, the, what fuck the fuck are, are we doing? doing? I know he was like, this is beyond, like, I mean, how frustrating is that? Because the doctor at that point was like, this kid's smarter than me and this is dangerous. So that's why I'm like, yeah. I'm totally on board. We, we're going to remake this movie and it's going to be dark. <laughs> I have, okay, I will pitch this to you later because I have it all in my head already. <laughs> I just want to point out the stupid, the biker gang where Carl is oh. like, was he trying to be Kiefer Sutherland and George Michael at the same time? A standard... I have it's no a standard idea. Baddie, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Here's the thing that I here, what does he say? Here's the thing that I never understood about eighties villains. Why do they all have to dress like they're the fifties greasers? All of them. I don't know. Yeah, they, they have, always have the weird have, like curly hair. And the and they're I'm assuming they're in California because they much like in uh, Karate Kid, they were riding dirt bikes. Yeah. Because if you if you look at them all, they all to me look like fifties greasers. They're wearing the denim jeans, the leather jacket, the slick back hair with a little curl in front. You see that with this guy. You see it with Karate Kid with a few of them that are looking like that. I just don't get why they all of a sudden in the eighties decided to make everybody look like fifties greasers. Maybe maybe in the eighties, you know, fifties was retro and it was in to to pretend mm. like you were in the fifties when you were in the eighties. I guess I don't know. It yeah, could've, they could have been. They all had their blue jeans and, and their switchblades. Yeah, their little switchblades. Like the kid in uh, Monster Squad. <laughs> mm -hmm. See? Except he had the comb. 
The switchblade comb. <laughs> yeah. I remember those. Well, let's go back a little bit where they introduced the Mama Fratelli. Because what? Paul makes friends with Tom, and he's following him around on his bike route. And then that's when we get the first introduction of Mama Fratelli, where she's got all the all of her yard fence stuff with the combo lock on there. Oh, yeah. And I love how she just brings the gun out. And Tom's like, no, it's cool. She waves this at me all the time. I'm going to collect tomorrow, bitch. <laughs> Remember, I have to come back and get money, so don't shoot me. <laughs> oh, but then when they're playing basketball later and BB sucks at basketball... He, yeah. he tosses the ball right into her yard in her little fenced off areas of the neighborhood. And then they decide to do what every kid thinks that is the best idea is to hop the fence and get their basketball back. Uh, so, but BB doesn't want to leave. He wants revenge. Like he wants to go into Mrs. Parker's yard. He's not about. Well, he does. He, he's like. Doesn't he Baby. do the. Uh... Doesn't he do the predator vision and try to see inside the yeah, house? Yeah, BB sees red. No, that yeah, was, that's when he sees red. That was yeah. just him seeing red. I don't think he was trying to like. I don't think he's like got heat signatures and shit. No, like, I, I just don't think, think he gets. Advanced. I just think that means that he's angry. BB sees red. <laughs> he's mad. mad. Oh, the ball in the background when she throws it in the house, like she tosses it in, and then later while she's yelling at them or whatever, you see it roll back in the background, and I'm like, she's going to walk in and trip on that motherfucking <laughs> mm -hmm. thing right now. Yeah, she is. But with Sam, she's kind of, like, weirded out by BB, but not, like, she's interested enough to, like, come off her porch. Well, it's, it was weird. It was like, they almost, like, shared a backyard kind of thing. Like yeah. It was, it was a weird setup yeah. between the house, and I know it was just the, you know, Warner Brothers studio house, and it wasn't, you know, it was just probably not real houses i mean there's insides and all that or whatever but yeah it was just really weird and like she was interested enough like you said and like but she thought like somebody was controlling bb and that sort of thing is because yeah that was bb mowing the fucking lawn and mm -hmm. he was like bbc chi chi is what i said when he was like oh because <laughs> that's when he started doing his motorboat noises for the first time now we're back to where she meets bb and paul and paul's like no i made her look how cool this is paul made sam that's not right no you were Sam said thought Paul that made who her? Paul made BB. BB's not a girl. You don't know what BB is. BB's a robot. They keep saying throughout the whole time, "Come here, boy. Come here, BB." It's a yeah, it's a robot. He. Well, they call him like they a fucking dog. Do robots have he. gender? Yeah. <laughs> well, Paul made him. Ask Paul. Maybe his name's Brian yeah. Brian, and they just call him BB for short. <laughs> Brian Brian. <laughs> he couldn't think of a name. Yeah. That's Billy lame. Bob. Billy Bob. Billy I like Billy That's Bob. That's why they call him BB. No, he would have more of a twang in his baby. You were twang in that. That wasn't my twang. I'm saying he would have a twang in his BB. Oh, okay. <laughs> bye, uh, bye. But Sam comes over later with some cookies, and I love her. her she's so awkward. She's so awkward. Even what when cookies? She's, it was like a cookie. It was a box of cookies or something. I, I thought it they was like, look like moon pies to me. Yeah, it was like it was like a moon pie or like an ice cream sandwich kind of thing. Like I don't know what it was, but I I wrote I wrote down I wanted to bake something for you, but I couldn't because I don't have a mom and my dad beats me. It's pretty much. I, I know. Mean, like all of Sam's lines are just a cry for help. <laughs> Literally, I don't think there is like even like especially when when later when they go to get the basketball, she's the first one that's like, "I'll jump the fucking fence. I ain't afraid." I know. I don't care about my like, life. Get, my dad like, hits my harder. My dad will hit harder than this old bitch. Right, I don't, I don't give a fuck. care. Yeah. So after the basketball throwing thing, Sam walks back in. Well, I guess we're not there yet. Let's go back because that's when Sam when Sam comes over with the cookie, she nerds out in Paul's room. 
And she's like, she's like, like, this looks like the science, <laughs> the science hey, room Paul. at school or something like that. Hey, Paul, can I see your attic? Like, what? Yes. And that's another weird part. That's where you really start to see the weird cuts of the story because like she's so into the attic and they walk up there and then it just cuts to her dad knocking or ringing the doorbell. Yeah. And like, there's no transition whatsoever. There's nothing like we don't see her dad missing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what happened? Because there's no connectivity between these things. Yeah. Because the next time we see her, her and Paul are just running down the stairs and she's like, it's okay. We were studying. Yeah, we you, were studying. I mean, you can really see the, the little bits of the story that Wes Craven originally wanted to tell in Paul's actions yeah. in, in the mom and the dad and Sam's actions and everything. So it's there, and like, like I said, I would love to see you know release the Craven cut. I guess. Yes, so, we need a Craven know, cut. Who do we cock to? Warner Brothers. God damn it! I guess. <laughs> but yeah, even so much so that like Sam just comes back later another day with a bloody nose, and I'm like, it, and that's when the mom was like, you know, it's, are we not gonna talk about the dream? Fuck! I keep going over it. I don't know why I keep skipping it. <laughs> Yes, we're talking about the dream. So when Sam's dad comes to collect her, you don't see anything else except for Sam is asleep in her bed later on. Which is another weird cut. It is another weird cut. There's no yeah. transitions. There's no story that walks us like, what's going on? It's just he picked her up and then she's asleep. Like, we don't see where her dad went afterwards. Did she get beat? Like, we see nothing. Yeah, it just yeah, cuts just to her in bed and all of a sudden... The dad comes for probably molestation reasons that are kind of like it hinting seems at. that way, yes. Because he has that one line, he's like, I'll touch you if I want to, or something like yeah. that. Like, he had that line or whatever. And, and like, she also says, I don't want you here. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is weird. <laughs> and the inflection and everything. You, yeah. you just kinda, I think it's leading you down that path. Yeah, yeah but... But randomly, she stabs him with a vase and blood. It's just a fountain no, of blood I, that comes out of his chest. Okay, it fooled me at first because I was like, what? No blood? Because she stabs him and nothing comes out first. Yeah. Like, Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? I was so mad and ready to write down. Like, what? And then I'm like, all right, now it's squirting out. Okay, you've redeemed yourself. I'm glad. I'm glad it was there. It, it had to be there. I'm glad it was delayed. You fooled me, Wes, but it was there. And it's so weird because she wakes up and obviously it's a dream and you're just and then she puts her her the chair by the, the door, chair in front of the door yeah. for a while. I'm like, what else was missing here? Like there was there must have been a a lot longer and deeper, you know, there, relationship yeah. kind of story with them. To like what was really yeah. going on about the abuse? I'm convinced there's something that happened in between them leaving and her being asleep. Like there had to have been oh, some yeah. sort of fight, some sort of thing that gave her that dream that made make it make sense in yeah. some way. <laughs> like like maybe he just came in and started getting drunk or something and she's like, Alright, I'm gonna go to bed and hope for the best tonight. Yeah. Who knows? Another yeah. scene missing. Craven cut. Craven cut. Yep. We need a craven cut. Uh, but then we get we get this montage of seasons, kind of, and we've settled on to Halloween well, it's now. Halloween, yes, yes it's, it's fall and it's Halloween, and Paul and his friends Sam and Tom, they're all out causing havoc on Halloween night. And poor Sam, okay, and I know her costume is whatever, right? But poor Sam. It looked like a burlap sack to me. Yeah, okay. The, the whole time in this movie, I'm like, oh, poor Sam looks like she's just wearing whatever was found in like the lost and found. Like yeah. she's just like yeah. shit thrown together. I'm like, oh, poor Sam. No one loves you. I know. Even her her clothes that like she picks out. I'm like, is that a flannel? Is that your dad's old flannel? Like yeah. what are you wearing? <laughs> so well, was Paul even supposed to be dressed as anything? Because to me, all he was wearing was jeans and a hoodie. I know. They were just kind of like out. And like Sam kind of had a costume, but like. Yeah. 
and Tom kind of had a costume. He kind of looked like kind of like a little bit of a hobo to me. But well, apparently they're people. the only three kids on the streets. So. I know, in a town full of asshole adults. Yeah, and Carl the biker gang. And Carl Kiefer the biker Sutherland. gang. Yeah. Yeah. And Bibi. Well, the other thing that I thought was funny is <laughs> when they get to when they get to the old lady's house, Mama Fratelli's. And they get BB to open up the the combo lock. BB cracks the code. <laughs> well, the thing here's the BB thing that cracked scared. me up, and I thought didn't, and it didn't make any sense to me is when they said, "Oh, do you imagine the look on her face when we get there and she, and she sees that we trick or treated on her house? Is like she won't even recognize us. Like, bitch, really? None of you guys are wearing fucking masks. Yeah, they were all really dumb kids. You could tell yeah. these kids had no friends or never created any mischief in, in their, you know, town or whatever or amongst their own friends. And I'm like, the three of you don't know what the fuck you're doing. No. Because as soon as that alarm goes off and all that other shit, I'm like, you book it out there. I'm like, no, you I wrote, Sam is like, terrible like, at ding dong ditch. Like, you don't go in there further into her yard that's fenced off. You go the one yeah. fucking way that you have out and get the fuck out I of know. there. I know. And I was like, did, did Sam not know what she was supposed to do when she got to the... Like when she rang the doorbell, like there was no like, why would she just stand there as the alarm's going off screaming? I'm like, bitch, run away. Run. <laughs> run and she away. fucking trips. She does. And she trips yeah. and falls. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? After she screamed, like, there ain't like, no, no time. There ain't no time. You go. You hit the you doorbell know, and you these, run. You run, bitches. The, yeah. These were the most three inept teenagers like ever. Oh, they really were. I was very disappointed in their teenagesness. <laughs> Obviously, these kids never played Ding Dong Ditch or did any sort of mischief before because the only thing they were doing with the cars was putting, what is it, uh, shaving cream on Oh, it? yeah. The, yeah. The, and I, I thought it was funny, too. They're like, we don't give a shit because we have BB. And as soon yep. as the dude was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're just going to walk <laughs> away. But then BB has murder in his eyes for Miss Parker after that alarm goes off and he sees Miss Parker. Stop, stop calling her Miss Parker. Mama Fratelli. All I can think of is Friday when you say Miss Parker and I'm like, this is not Miss Parker. Uh-oh. Mama Fratelli. <laughs> BB right. takes a buckshot to the brain. Oh, I put uh, oh. Mama Fratelli disassembles BB with her shotgun. <laughs> no, disassembles. <laughs> and then Paul is sad. Paul is so well, sad he has to look out the classroom window longingly. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Professor Johansson. I can't give the lecture today. BB's dead. Let's just go back a little bit to uh, BB's murder. Here's the one thing I was telling Kim because she was watching. She was like, she was sad. I'm like, no, BB and all of them deserve it. They were BB trespassing. is trespassing, mm-hmm. Saul. So it's not murder. It's self defense. Yeah, he was trespassing. You stand he your ground, Mama, for telling. Yes. <laughs> She was within her right. She what had everything it? fenced off. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, here's my question. And I love Mama Fratelli. All right. She's part of my childhood. More mm, so yeah. now that I've seen yeah, this movie. Seriously. Yeah. But how come when she yells louder, you you understand her what she's saying less? I don't know. Because when she comes out, no, like when she comes out, she's like, My house, my ball. You know? I'm like, all right. And then later she's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> when like before she does like come out, come out. I'm like what is she saying? I don't Dude, even understand. You don't have to understand. The her. more mad she gets, the less you can understand. Like I'm sorry, but like that would must be like the most frustrating thing, you know, like as her kid in this movie or something or just any kid cuz it's like she's yelling and you have no fucking clue what she's saying. Oh, I'm sure you'd learn how to speak Mama Fratelli at some point. Well, I guess, but I, I haven't learned it. Even even the years of watching her growing up, I've still never learned it. All I can, all I can think is Owen and uh, 
Is it Owen or was it? Oh, throw Mama from the train. I think his name was Owen. Oh, I think it was, yeah. Or is it Herman? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, but so yes. BB is dead. BB is and he dead. He had an epic death. He had an epic death. He she blew the shit. Yes. She blew him off. She disassembled. Like she him. shot. Yeah, she disassembles him with a shotgun, like you said, mm-hmm. and that was like a that was a justifiable death because that motherfucker was trespassing, and those dumb kids. Like Paul said, why the fuck would you hide on their property? And really, Behind he did bushes, have, nonetheless. He did have murder in his eyes. Like, he was coming at her. Oh, there's like, no doubt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt he would have killed Mama for telling yes. had he got there. Like, so, yeah, he it was is totally, full on, like, murderous totally, rampage. Yeah, it is totally self-defense for Mama yeah. for telling like, She would have died, like, no doubt. Like, mm-hmm. But Paul is sad. Now we're to Thanksgiving, and Sam has to get her dad drunk and sneak out of the house just to have a Thanksgiving dinner. And mom makes that crack about, let's hope your dad's dead to the world for the rest of the night. I know. Doesn't call the cops. Doesn't do nothing. And even later when, like... (sighs) Everything happens in their outside, and the mom's just like, "All right, let's just go to the hospital." And like, you grab that cop right there and be like, "Don't listen to a word this man told you. She didn't fall." I know. Uh, that's yeah. another thing. Even like you when, testify. when she had come over for the bloody nose, mom was like, "I don't know if this is my place," and she's just like, "Well, he's my dad," and that's where the the adult in the situation should have been. But he doesn't get to hit you, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't mean that your dad just gets to beat the shit out of you just because he's your dad. She had that that line when she she had that line where she said, "I like was it sometimes I want to run him over with a truck, but he's still my dad." Yeah, Yeah, like honey, that's not normal. (laughs) Yeah, that's a cry for help, sweetheart. That's (laughs) that's not a that's not a normal thing to say to your neighbor. No, and if you need to say these things to your neighbor, if a kid says these things to you, folks, yeah, if you're that say something to somebody, if you're that neighbor, then yeah, you need to say something to somebody and not the dad. Don't do that movie thing where you're like, "Well, let me go talk to your dad." No. So your child said you were beating on him, so maybe you should have a talk with him. if it gets to a place where you jokingly say something about their their parent being drunk and passed out so they're safe for yeah. the night, <laughs> if please you, say if, something. If you Don't include cough. in your Thanksgiving prayer that the husband next door has got to be dead drunk asleep so they don't beat their kids. Why are you Southern? <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> the thing that I knew something bad was going to happen with her is the moment Paul kissed her and she was going back. I'm like, oh. This bitch is dead. Oh, I know. Like and I feel, like yeah, I happen. feel like there was probably other parts there was cut out too from there, like because it was kind of a weird exchange from that. Not not between Paul and Sam, but Sam and the dad aftermath. I feel like there was more there that was probably cut as well. Yeah, it seemed like it because she comes back, she does the whole book thing, and sees that he's missing. I thought that you would see, at least see somewhere where he saw that he kissed her and pretty much make him flip the hell out and do, do make him do what he did. And this is how bad they are. Because right off the bat, I was like, why would you hide your books inside the house? Like, this is the dumbest thing you can do. And yeah. so, not to mention, like, really, you're going over on Thanksgiving night to do fucking homework. That is not a good cover. Like, no. at all. Like, no. you could have literally been like, I was starving. You were passed out drunk. They have food. <laughs> Here's Thanksgiving like, hmm. dinner. I know. And I would like, just take him a plate, man. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. He would have been like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. And left you yeah. alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Take him a plate. You can't like, be mad if people are bringing you food. Instead, he was like, you better not be dead or I'm going to beat your ass. Get up. I know. He he smacks her twice. And he's like, where were you? And she's like, nowhere. Like, which obviously she'd just come home. So she was somewhere. <laughs> but well, the-, the other thing about it, though, too, is she's had a whole bunch of holes in her story because they're like, I was at the library studying. I'm like, 
a library setting on fucking Thanksgiving night. Yeah, but I, I'm just assuming she thought that her dad wouldn't know what day it was either way. So yeah, yeah, that could be it. But she gets shoved down the stairs and has a seizure from the looks of it. A mild one. It wasn't. No. <laughs> it wasn't that. Hey, this was Christy Swanson's first acting. Role. It was. Okay, this is her. This is her debut. All right. So she she doesn't know how to <laughs> fake a seizure to death. I guess. So. But I love she how she's an actor. Not one person is like this dude murdered his daughter. Like not one yep. person. Not the mom. Like you guys said, nobody was like. Because even the doctors later on, when they're talking over her, like scans and whatnot. They're like, oh, by, by the looks of it, more than just fall down the stairs. And I'm like, yeah. somebody, yeah. <laughs> any the, adult here, <laughs> say another something. Another thing that should have freaking tipped them off, too, is the fact that the dad was nowhere to be seen once she got to the hospital. Yeah. Because Where Paul and his mom were the ones waiting in the waiting room, and his dad was no, her dad was nowhere to be seen. Like, he's, shouldn't that have tipped him off? Be like, isn't the dad concerned for his daughter at least one bit? He uh, he was in the in the hospital chapel, just passed out. They were like, no, yeah. nobody will bother. <laughs> he found the communion. And I love <laughs> and I love how the doctors were like, yeah, if we don't stop that hemorrhaging soon, like it, you know, it's 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 gonna be she's a goner. And they're like, all right, well, let's just wait for Doctor Greenberg then. And he's, he's on a, his way. Like, no, you guys way. start. You you get started. Yeah, and like, <laughs> let let him join you already in progress. You know, like. Yeah. Oh. Let Paul do something, man. He's smarter than both of you. We already know this. Like, yep. Yeah. But then he's able to do fucking ventriloquist tricks with the fucking cadavers already. So Well, Paul lets yeah. that be known too. When the doctor comes out and is like, Look, we've lost her. She's brain dead. Paul's like, What the fuck? I've got like twelve things I could try right now. Yeah. He's <laughs> he like, You know, so mad. <laughs> I know he's like, all the experimental shit we're doing is for nothing if you don't save my right? girlfriend. She was gonna let me do something. I was gonna get to second base. <laughs> Things were gonna happen. I have I I have full access to my attic. This is bullshit. My mom never even comes in my room. (laughs) Poor Sam is brain dead and Paul is mad. This to me is where the movie started. Like I can see where now the studio interference came in because it went from one movie to a completely different movie because what? Paul decides, oh, I'm going to put a microchip in her brain, which no, first, no- first, Paul drugs his mom, talks his oh, friend into stealing some keys to a hospital. <laughs> I know. And steals a dead body. I know. I was like, I'm like, you're going to you're going to kill this bitch. Like, uh-huh. That's a lot of shit, man. Uh, he straight drugs his mom with a full baggie of powder, yeah, like a little then- baggie. So much he had to like he couldn't even get it all in in one like. <laughs> I know it's no. like it's like when you it's like when you put powder in like liquid like that and then it's like there's so much that there's just like an island of powder that yes, stays there like that's that's, what that's literally what happened in this <laughs> and I'm like and she doesn't notice while she's pouring like coffee shit and the pie or whatever like, oh he drugs his mom she passes out and then yeah and then it just cuts to them trying to learn how to drive on the way to the fucking yeah Paul hospital. learns how to drive on the way to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, did you check at least to see if she was breathing before you guys left? Otherwise, you might as well steal two cadavers right now I because know. you're going to have to do something exactly. about mom. But Paul and gets up the there. He that- steals her body. And even after, like, the whole plan was to steal her body before they pulled the life support so he could get everything set up and she would still be alive. But they don't get yeah. that chance because it, they go forward a little early because the dad's the basically cor- like, no, get out of here. Because the coroner's like, I don't want to wait till 10. I gotta get, I'm till going 10? to bed. I'll be there at 9. Yeah. We're pulling the plug and I'm going home. They decide to move everything up, what, the 
an hour earlier. So now they had a half hour to do all of this shit. Yeah, so Which, he had to learn how to drive the love bus in half an hour to the university fun. hospital so he can go steal his girlfriend. Yeah, her body, her dead body. <laughs> he just wanted her body. And how shitty was the security at this freaking hospital where they can allow a freaking body to be stolen? No, well, I know. okay, well, they did, in and out. That kid got they in did, and out. They did pull the fire alarm, didn't they? Cause, no, they turned the power okay, off. Okay, yeah, but they turned the power off, so it was like... I wrote down I'm like that that one nurse with a with a gorgeous like rocket mullet. Like, oh yeah, she did yeah. have um, a gorgeous. Like mullet. she turned around like, well, she's dead. It's not like she's going anywhere. So they just left her like, fuck it, we'll go out to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But even when a, Tom I gets, a- I find it so funny when Tom, because Tom's just freaking out. Poor Tom. Yeah. Poor Tom. He is just. I know he had that scene where he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I know he's just all over the place and. Paul's just like, you owe me. You got BB killed because it was his idea to go to Mama Fratelli's house. Well, it's true. It it is. It was Tom's. It's a $20,000 robot. Poor Tom. He didn't know what he was getting into. He just wanted to befriend a child genius with a robot. That's all he wanted. Or whatever, man. (laughs) But anyway, Tom's like, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) And Paul's like, throw up later. I know the whole second half of the movie is just Tom nearly passing out and hitting the floor. A lot. No, Tom passes out. And he passes out when they put the twice. Chip. He passes out twice. No, but he he passes out when he puts the chip in later, and mm-hmm. then um, later after Mama Fratelli dies and all yeah. that, that's he, he just like he falls just, to the he floor. He full again. like goats just yeah, over, like, <laughs> <laughs> just goat faints over, just stops in the middle of everything you know and that passes old guy out. Like all right, boy. Yep. Oh. But they get oh, the goodness. chip into Sam's brain with the help of Tom Maybe. and BB's brain. Oh, no. Like I said, this is where I think it's clear to see that this is where the studio decided where they were going to change everything. Because this is where the movie just went from, again, like I said, from one to another because everything just went batshit crazy. Yep, it goes this. from zero to 100, folks, is when we get into it. And I have okay. to say that before before things really get crazy, and I was really concerned for Christy Swanson's uh, safety in the one scene where they're like, they've oh, done they the. Her? Yes, when they're carrying her bitch ass around, I'm like, they're throwing her head around. She's going to fucking <laughs> yeah. have neck damage. I'm These like, two children cannot lift her clearly because like, they're just tossing this bitch around. Please don't go through that door. You're going to knock something. I know. There's it, a couple like, times where I'm like, they've almost hit her head on stuff. I'm like, there's going to be a real seizure. Like, yes. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, there you go. Now she's got it down. <laughs> oh, shit. So they get her into the shed and they walk back into the living room and fucking Tom, poor Tom, he's just standing there. He's like, don't go in there. You're that, dude. You, you killed your mom. <laughs> don't go in the living room. You killed her. I told you, there's too much in there. He's just having a panic attack through the whole movie. Poor he's Tom. like, oh shit. I know. He's, he's like, just- I am an accessory to all of this. Well, he had no friends. It was like, I'm in it now. Mm-hmm. This is my only friend and my other only friend is dead. And I love no, them. I want to. Okay, I want to point out that the scene where when Paul comes back to the love bus and he's got um, Tom waiting for him, and he's like, "Oh, it was too late," and they get in. He's like, "Well, why do we have her? You know, she's dead." And Paul has that mini freak out. He's like, "I couldn't just fucking leave her there, or whatever." That to me yeah. is like that is one of the epitomes of Craven's original ideas that he had. His his vision was like to Paul and have like a weird, almost like obsession with Sam, and like so it was. The shitty people and Paul and her weird relationship was the original kind of idea for the whole movie. And mm-hmm. I could see that glimpse there, especially in that Paul scene where he's like, 
just flips yeah, he out. So. Yeah. yeah, it was, and it's so. out of place when you watch, you know, this version of it and be like, "Whoa, that where did that come from?" Kind of thing. And I think there's probably so much that we don't even see that was that was cut. So again, Craven cut. Yeah, we need a Craven yeah. cut. But I love when uh, Paul's mom wakes up. And she's like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, we're just fooling around. And they're both standing there breathing heavy, all sweaty. I was like, yeah. like fooling around, fooling around? Yes, like, la- what did mom think was happening? <laughs> the last half of the movie is just Tom passing out or falling on the floor. And Paul just sweaty as shit. Yep. And f- mm-hmm. Freaking out over everything. I love yep. how Tom's like, are we even now? Can I go home? I just want to leave. <laughs> committed like, so many I felonies. I just I don't to want to be an accessory anymore. I can do plausible deniability. I just don't want to be a part of this no more. Oh, but then and I, yeah, I love when the cops show up outside and Paul's just like, I'm just gonna go to bed. Like he just runs upstairs, like books <laughs> it past his mom, who's like, What the fuck's going on? I love when he hears it though, and he like runs in and he's shutting all the doors and closing the curtains you know, and he's sneaking and then just to go to the window to look outside. Yeah, just to your plain <laughs> head, like not even like sneakily looking, yeah. like, you're just there like just staring there, out, like staring out and like fuck, what do they like, know? These kids have not been nosy, like and oh. sneaky been nosy, like but now oh. he realizes BB Sam has to be taught everything wait 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 he dressed her ass he did yeah he had to, he had right? to. she was in the gown man mm-hmm. yeah. perverts yep zombie bb sam maybe has to learn how to sit up but again. why did her eyes turn black i don't know why were there blue around her it was there, there. <laughs> so you, that's how you know she was dead all right <laughs> that's, that's how, how you know, know she she's was a dead. zombie Got she it. was like the uh the half woman in beetlejuice on the couch mm. that blue okay. shit i guess there we right? go. so she was a zombie. She was a zombie android. I don't know. She's not really a robot though. She's, she's just got the chip. Yeah, it's just a chip. Yeah. So it's just the chip. Then what's powering the? Ch- I have so many. The questions. brain activity, I think, is what they explained it away with. Like if there's any activity, okay, if there's so, a spark or anything, it'll. Well, yeah, but with he said that it'll it'll repair the bad parts and that'll bring like actual Sam back, mm-hmm. which yeah. starts to happen at the end or whatever. But I'm like, if if you have the remote off, does that mean like she can't breathe and shit? Like the I don't body, know. like so yeah, that's what so I don't get. like yeah, like you turn her off, so she's just decaying more. So it's like when you have her on, like it'll pump everything, and you know her flesh will be something at least. Mm. I don't know. I don't Lots know. of questions. We have questions. Oh, but BB Sam sees that her murderer, her father, is just right outside the window. So she stands there and has murder in her eyes for her dad. Oh my god. <laughs> and 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 BB Sam permanently has the clamps. She Which does I love that she's yeah. like clamp hands. Clamps. <laughs> she does that weird robot like Vulcan clamps. Yes, like, Vulcan clamps. I must murder dad. And hey, for playing a zombie android hey, yeah. robot. And to her credit, like she had to go from one movie that Wes Craven wanted to a second to movie a that the studio thing. wanted yeah. to then it got cut into a third movie that she had no fucking clue about. So, mm-hmm. so she yeah. had a she had a rough go on her first try. So it, it worked out for her, obviously. So good for her. Yeah. But then the BBC. Talk about your first movie, though. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's like, you sign up for this, the director wants this, the studio wants this, and then when you finally see the movie, you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, so much so that the director and one of the writers are like, yep, don't even want my name on this, so fuck that. Oh, like, yeah. You guys, yep. have fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
then BB Sam gets revenge on her dad and she tricks him with the breadcrumbs of booze. <laughs> I love that. Just, hey, BB's constantly learning. He's like, he scanned uh, the area. He's like, all right, this guy's a booze hound. Then we just, <laughs> one well placed trap and yep. we are done. Oh, and then she snaps his neck and you need to hear a good crunch. A good crunchy that was snap. A good, that was mm-hmm. a good sound effects there. So good, good well, on that they, Foley artist. Yeah. I told Kim as soon as we got as soon as he got down to the basement, I was like, "Is he gonna have a Freddy death?" Because you see the what is it the the furnace the, whatever the furnace going, yeah burn yeah the burner. I'm like, he's gonna have a Freddy death. And I'm like, when she killed him that way, like, oh, I guess not. Yeah, well, I love, she technically kind of did because he had a did. burnt face. She yeah. burnt his face. Well, and she burns his well, face yeah, after she, she snaps his neck. So yeah, that she did. But I love how Paul finds out and he finds her and he just naturally hides the body. <laughs> he just starts hiding no, bodies. I'm like, <laughs> See, which lends to the whole creepy relationship. Yes. So, yeah. Because up until this point, he's just been a normal boy genius who has a robot, like every other 80s movie. Like, it just gets weird until this spot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's when it gets weird for you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then when he steals a body and, you know, all that shit. But, oh, but then BB Sam goes back for the basketball. Oh, yeah. mine, bitch. This was my favorite <laughs> scene of the whole movie because it is so ridiculous. Over the top. And, and this was actually what we see. Okay, so this was actually one of the reshoots that they had to do the second time around or whatever. Well, they did they did one round of reshoots and then like I said the third version of the movie is what we actually see. That was all studio yeah. shit, right? So in the IMDb trivia, it was saying that she had to, she's like, I felt I threw that basketball like over a hundred times for that shot. And because Wes Craven kept going like, no, you got to make it faster, make it faster, throw it faster. So yeah, rough shoot for Christy Swanson on her first go. Yeah. Here's the thing that I thought of after I saw what they did. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, BB Sam, whatever you want to call her, throw, ch- the basketball that they ended up Baby. losing earlier in the movie, she ends up getting and chucking it. Right at Mama Fratelli's head, and her giant head blows up. It splatters like, like a watermelon. It splatters. It goes everywhere. Think of what Gallagher, what he does to the watermelons. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what happens to her head. They and used... the thing that cr- go ahead. The thing that cracked me up, and I don't know if you noticed it, is when the body started running around. I'm like, there is a yes. Oh yes. <laughs> well, thing running yeah, around. you can see the head sticking out of the side. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. almost like the top part <laughs> fell to the side, and the only yep. thing was holding yeah. it up was like the head poking out of the side of the no, rover. You know like, what got me going at this scene from the very beginning? You hear that basketball sound like from Scary <laughs> Movie yeah. Two, and I <laughs> couldn't stop myself <laughs> from just like <laughs> with the basketball. <laughs> I was like, yes. And then it's so quick because she throws the ball. Mama Fratelli's head, you know, Gallagher's all over the place. And then you just got this body like chicken, a chicken with his head cut off just running yeah. It's Mama Fratelli with her head cut it's off. It's Mama Fratelli with her yeah. head cut off. And it's just blood's gushing everywhere. And it's so slapstick. And it's just amazing. According to the trivia, she said in an interview at some point that the props guys went to a local butcher shop and got cow's brains to load Mama Fratelli's head. So Ooh. there's actual brains in there. Nice. Yeah. The thing about that scene before it happened, Kim told me that she had seen the death so she knew what was going to happen. I told her, do not tell me what happens because I don't want this ruined. Well, I think and everyone's seen that gif. Around. Yeah, I've, like, seen the I've GIF. definitely yeah. seen that scene and like the gif in places, but I, I've never seen the movie until then because I, had, and again, no clue that it was yeah. there was BB. I knew it was yeah. like robotics and that's what happened yeah. to Sam or whatever, but no clue BB existed. 
Yeah. yeah. I had no clue either. And then we get another dream sequence, like right after the Mama Fratelli scene. And I'm like, is Sam's dad a dream demon now? Because like he's just haunting yeah. people's yeah. dreams. Uh, I, what did I, I wrote down Paul gets a little head. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, dad's it head shows me, up. Because it was Wes Craven, it gave, it gave me the nightmare vibe. Because I'm like, yeah. Because you see that, you don't know what it is, and all of a sudden you see the head, I'm like, holy crap, it's Freddy's head. I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I it's. I guess we could have called Mama Fratelli Elvira, since her name was Elvira Parker in the movie. <laughs> no, 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 why we didn't really call her Mama Elvira. Fratelli. Yeah, she's Mama Fratelli. Mama Fratelli. Oh, yeah, I wrote Tom Goat faints again. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he goat faints when, she, when he finds out that Mama Fratelli is dead. Yeah, there was that scene where Paul goes to the fridge and uh, he drops the glass and all that, and um, there's a weird ketchup bottle in the in the fridge in the background. It's just weird. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> and it also looked like Paul peed himself after he dropped it when the mom came down. Because like he, I don't know, did did he supposed was it supposed to be like the milk he spilled on himself? I guess. Or I did he know. pee himself? Because he was like his thigh was he wet. Got scared. Maybe he got scared? Sam scared the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Or, or scared the pee out of him. Maybe. Okay, I, the so next I note I have yeah. is a mirror helps BB Sam become self-aware. Yeah, I wrote down. <laughs> no one taught this poor girl how to put makeup on, and Sam and Mirror BB's figured it out. BB has identity crisis. Yeah, BB becomes self-aware. BB Sam sad. <laughs> BB Sam sad. Yes. Well, isn't it after Mama Fratelli's death that what's his face? Paul realizes he's got to put her somewhere else because she keeps getting out of the what is it, that weird little side garage thing? Whatever. Yeah, that thing the was. garage. Yeah, I think that's when he puts her up in the attic. At that point, mm-hmm. yeah, he puts her. Yeah, he puts her in the attic and be like, "Don't leave, don't yeah. leave, don't leave." But then Tom's about to crack. Tom's had enough. Tom's like, "We have to tell." I think it's funny when you have movies like this, when it's like the person calls and is like, I'm going to tell. Yeah. Like, why don't you just, why don't tell, you just them? tell? Yeah, like, just tell. Like, it probably took you like more to call and make this call to tell the other dude, like, I'm going to tell than it would to be like, look, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And you just tell somebody. I know. And and Paul's like, no, no, let me explain. Just come over and talk to me. But then Tom or then Paul beats the shit out of Tom or no, wait, BB oh, Sam yeah. beats the shit out of Tom. Yeah. Yeah, BB Sam is like, fuck you, Tom, beats the shit out of him, yeah. <laughs> and then strangles Paul. And then I think that's when the third movie starts, yes. when BB takes that nosedive out of the fucking window. <laughs> I wrote down, BB set to kill. <laughs> yes. Who does she jump out the window to? I think it's... She um, jumps, tries to get Paul, because what is it there? Well, Paul and... <laughs> I think Paul and Tom are fighting again, they go out to the lawn or whatever, because Tom's trying yeah. to leave now that the mom showed up. The mom yeah. showed up and was like, where the fuck you been? Yeah. And then Tom tries to leave, and that's when like they start fighting on the lawn or whatever, and then she just jumps out and like tackles them or whatever. Yeah, okay, that's right. And then she strangles Paul and then hesitates because she sees it's Paul, and then she just fucking books it. I'm like, where's this bitch like, going? I know. I know like, <laughs> she's just running. She's just running. She's just taking the clamps out for a spin on the night. And then... I feel like that whole last sequence where she's running around, like it's almost like a werewolf sequence. It's where it's so like, weird. Where you're like yeah. trying to catch the werewolf in town and like you know keep it from going anywhere. Like imagine like American Werewolf in London, like the, yeah. the ending of that, you know. But it was like she's a weird teenager that doesn't have to put makeup on. Yeah, and throughout this whole like third act, so much shit happens. Carl the baddie comes back. 
BB's vision starts clearing yeah, Carl up. Carl comes back, and this time he's doing his, he's got his Rambo jacket on. Yes. Yeah. And he's rolling around on his, his dirt bikes. I'm like, this is straight Rambo now. Like, the whole time, BB Sam is just. So Carl has the identity crisis, actually. Yes, he does. But BB Sam is just running the streets going, BB. The, yeah, the part where Christy Swanson actually had to move her mouth towards BB. Yes, I love it. With her robotic hands as she's stalking she's still the doing city. The clamps. Yes. It's amazing. Baby. <laughs> to give her credit, once she had that thing, it, she just didn't break that. She had her yeah. arms bent at that 90 degree angle with the weird Vulcan clamp thing. And uh, to her credit, she stuck with that. Well, you know, I think it, you definitely had to have it that way because then when, you know, she started to have glimpses of, you know, Sam being herself or whatever at the end, then she kind yeah. of, you know, was had like a normal posture and her hands were normal. So. It was probably, you know, either a director's choice or her choice as an actor. Be like, well, this is the best way for me to do it, I guess. Because yeah. I'm 16. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's my right. first movie. I'm stupid. And my arm hurts from throwing that basketball 100 times. Yeah. Getting fucking cow brains all over me. Yeah. But then BB Sam. Hollywood. Gets death by cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Death by cop. But then we're not done yet because fucking Paul's back to sneaking into hospitals for fucking BB Sam. Or. Is he? Nobody knows Question because he mark? gets to the morgue. BB Sam is there, but she's a skeleton now, but is also a robot and snaps his neck. I don't know. I know that is my question too. Like, and I think I had the same question in Upgrade, but like, would you be stronger just because of this chip? Because when she breaks no. her dad's like wrist, like she bends it back in half. Like she basically makes the back of his hand touch the forearm yeah. when she breaks his hand or whatever. And See, I'm like, that's the thing that I didn't get either. Yeah, like, would you be stronger? Like, I don't, I don't think that there's something that would make that happen. No, and even if you are stronger, you your bones aren't going to become yeah. an exoskeleton at some point just because you have yeah. a fucking chip and it's chip like in you, your yeah, brain. you're still, you're still limited to you know human, you know anatomy and yeah. you know, muscles and everything. So I don't know. Maybe like we said, I think that, we. I think we said, you know, maybe the electronic pulses, like they just, I don't know, something. There could maybe be something, but who knows? Or maybe maybe just knew the angles. It's hard for me to buy, though, because you're right. Like, I mean, you have a chip in your head, but muscle memory, you would think, wouldn't allow you to do things you wouldn't be able to normally do. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, what? Because even though it was a horror movie and all that stuff, I mean, when she turned into the weird endo exoskeleton thing, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I know. I half thought it was going to be a dream and Paul was going to wake up and then like that was going to be the end of the movie. But I, I was like, OK, is Paul going to wake up in jail because he stole a yeah, body? Like maybe that he, was a dream. He performed science on the body. Like there's got to be some rules that you're not allowed yeah, to like, do that. I, well, see, yeah, originally, I, feel like the, I feel like the ending was incomplete. Because we all think that, or all felt that the ending was kind of like a dream sequence. Because, again, I just, it's weird for me to fathom that all of a sudden that this microchip is going to turn your body into a weird robotic endo exoskeleton or whatever it is that you want to call it. I think that was clearly a dream sequence. And yeah. whatever Craven had planned the first time and even second time around was completely ignored, I feel. Because, I mean, yeah. even when we saw it, we're like, okay, wait, what? Like, I originally yeah. thought that he was going in and was like, I need to get this chip out so they don't know that it was me or something. Like, yeah. I thought he was just yeah. going in to cover his ass, get the chip out, and get the fuck out of there. 
But then yeah. when the whole you know, when the whole shit went down, I was like, we both like kind of looked at each other like, what? I know. Like, what the I'm hell so is confused. this? I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I can totally see how Craven's like, yeah, fuck that shit. That's not mine. Oh, yeah. uh, but that's the end of the movie. And I'll go first on final thoughts this week. I love this movie. This movie makes no sense. But you know what's really fun about this movie? All the scenes that Craven himself shot. All the blood and gore that he himself put into this movie. It doesn't need to make sense. You can see his work. You can see the scene set up. It's glor- It's gorgeous. Everything is the way he would have made it. The, the story just doesn't make sense. It's all. <laughs> But it's a fun time. You're not going to need to pay attention much because you're not going to know what the fuck is going on in the way. So give it a watch, I say. It's a good time. All right. So this movie, it's all over the place. I kind of agree with what Angie said. It's it's a fun it's a fun movie. You really don't have to really understand what's going on to enjoy this movie. It's all over the place. If you do what we did and do the research as far as reading back on what it was supposed to be, I would love to see a Craven cut, but for what this movie was, it was a giant jumbled mess, but it was a good giant jumbled mess because it was just all over the place. It was over the top, a weird, fun movie. So give it the one watch knowing that it's, a, that it's one of Wes Craven's few movies where he does not take, where he did something honestly pretty much because he did not like how this movie ended up turning up. But knowing that it's a Wes Craven movie, go in there watching it. Don't expect much, and you'll have a whole bunch of fun watching it. I just want to point out that the stunt double for Christy Swanson in the whole you know, running scene, she turned around so many times. So many times. Like, she was hopping over cars, and like she kept turning around. I'm like, why are you turning mm-hmm. around? Like, you're clearly a 45-year-old woman. Like, stop. <laughs> with, a, like, with a horrible wig. A horrible wig. I was like, why is it gray? Yeah, it doesn't even look like Christy like, Swanson's that's hair. That's not even, like, like blonde. That's like an ash blonde. That's like a grayish color. Like, I don't get it. That's what they had. Props or props, man. They're like, well, we have this wig. Mm-hmm. Everybody gave their life for this movie. Yeah. They yes. sent this wig over from Blood Rage from one of the. It was Terry. <laughs> or it was a Todd. I, I don't remember. It was one of theirs. But I'm Terry. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, we got a Thanksgiving in this movie, too. This is true. Yeah. All right. So I, I thought this movie was a lot of fun. And it really is. And just know that if you're, if you're a Wes Craven fan, know that. You know the history behind it. He he wanted one thing, and his original vision was you know shitty adults, weird relationship between Paul and Sam, and you see those elements in there. The studio did a test screening. The fans that were West Craven fans didn't like it. I think they wanted more gore, so the studio said, "Let's add more gore." They did that, then fucked everything up after that. So. You see the elements that are Craven. You see the gore scenes that he did. Uh, he worked with a writer and they reshot them to add to the original movie like the studio wanted. You see his aspects in there. You see his work, his detail in all the gore scenes, in the dream scenes, in the gore scenes and everything in there. So know that you'll get some Craven-esque features out of this movie, but know that it's batshit crazy and you can blame Warner Brothers for whatever the hell that ending is. So go into it knowing it's batshit crazy and you're going to have a lot of fun, but don't expect more than that. (laughs) But I do have to say, I think this movie could be remade today in in Wes Craven's original thing. Because I think if you amp up the shittiness of the parents and of the doctor and 
kind of really creep out the factor of Paul and Sam. Maybe, you know, their relationship is a lot more creepy. I, I think this movie would work a lot better today with what I think Craven was really going for originally. So I'd, I'd be on board with a new deadly friend. Sure. If you wouldn't, I'd want to, I'd want it to stay away from being like, you know, upgrade two kind of thing. I don't think it yeah. be, needs to be that. No, I think you could take it. You could take it the same. You could route. take it in the same route, amp it up, and make it gory, but not be all computery too much. Like upgrade. I mean, yeah. like, upgrade's a good movie, yeah. but I don't want this to be upgrade two. Basically, if they if they redid this one, a knockoff upgrade. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be its own thing, but kind of in the same realm, I guess, because you're kind of dealing with the same shit. But I yeah. think a creepy genius, sixteen year old, who's probably you know never had friends and stuff. All the elements that he was trying to really amp up here, you know, and it was like his first kiss, you know, that whole thing. And just, and the fact that after she died, he was so like, we need to bring her back. So I think you really amp up those things today and make it creepy and really good and gory. Lore and gore and technology. Technology. Well, I think that's it for this week. Um, We are coming back in September with our... September sequels month. I think. Is that what we called it? Yeah. September shitty sequels. Our September shitty sequels month is what we're doing. We have some things in the works for you guys for our September shitty sequels month. But if you have any suggestions for September shitty sequels, we don't want good sequels. No, we we want want shitty sequels. We want, you know, I love this movie, but the sequel's so bad. That's the movie (laughs) we want. Yes. If you have any suggestions, give us the September shitty sequels. Mm -hmm. We've got a couple in our mind. Yes. You can email us those suggestions at podcast at scarynerd.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can check out more horror entertainment news by going to scarynerd.com. You can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com backslash scarynerd. And that is everything for this week. We will see you guys next week. Anything else? The robot actually cost twenty thousand dollars to build. Holy fucking shit! And it could and actually that's like ease money. Okay, yeah, the the, the BB yeah. robot cost over twenty thousand dollars to build. Wes Craven used a company called Robotics Twenty One. His eyes were constructed from two nineteen fifty camera lenses, a garage remote control unit, and a radio antenna taken from a Corvette. BB could actually lift seven hundred and fifty pounds in weight. Holy fuck! I want to know where BB is now. Right? What yes, happened to BB? They took uh, him apart and made Johnny Five. Well, if you guys know where BB well, is, email us at podcast.scarynerd.com. If you happen to be a random collector that has BB, just give us, send us a, a video or something. Yes. A picture. Give us a shout out. All right, yes. guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>